0: Their internet i'm annie i'm kit and i'm mac and this is i will fight you a podcast where we've been turning opinion into stone-cold facts since 1986 today's fact no one wrote my immortal <laughs> we all wrote my immortal
1: <laughs> we all did it folks
0: yeah we did it together yeah
1: together we all wrote that 2007 fic
0: we are all complicit good job to all of us honestly
1: i don't care if you were just 10 years old you helped
0: oh wait how old 10. 10? Yeah. 10 years
2: Oh. <laughs> I like how you had to take a most gigantic breath for that.
0: <laughs> if you're going to do some kind of stupid bullshit, you may as well do it right.
1: We want to preface this episode by noting that J.K. Rowling can eat shit and is a turf. Yep.
2: Yeah, fuck J.K. Rowling.
1: Fuck J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Don't give the Harry Potter series any more money. There's that HBO one that's coming out. Don't fucking watch it. There's that video game. Don't play it. Don't give her any money. She doesn't deserve it. There's this whole thing called royalties. Piracy is good for sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's the adult words to live by. Yep. Piracy. It's good for sometimes.
1: Yep. <laughs> support authors who need it. Don't support TERFs. That said, we're talking about My Immortal.
0: Which is not written by J.K. Rowling. It may not even be written by Tara Gillespie.
1: You could say it's written by all of us, but it's not necessarily even about the Harry Potterverse, and as much as it is about the world of pop punk bands
2: in 2007 specifically,
1: it's transformative media. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those of you who aren't olds like we are may not know of My Immortal or have only heard dark whispers of it. My Immortal was a Harry Potter fanfic hosted on fanfiction.net in 2007, which was such a time relative to the year of our Lord 2021.
2: Yeah, it's weird because 2003 sort of marks an era when the internet was still like mostly just people who knew how computers worked. Like, the general public wasn't on the internet. And then you start rolling around to, like, 2006, 2007. And that's sort of when they start rolling out all the whole Web 2.0 stuff. And a lot of people who weren't familiar with computers or the internet started using it anyway, including a lot of teenagers. And we're here now. Aye.
0: (laughs) We were such as teens. And so what someone did was they decided to write a Harry Potter fanfic, a beloved flavor of fanfic known as the self-insert fanfic.
1: We've discussed self-inserts a little bit in our Mary Sue episode, which is ancient at this point.
0: As a refresh, we're all for them. Yeah. Live your truth.
1: Be who you want to be, enter what world you want (laughs) to be, and if you want to be perfect in that world, f***ing do it.
0: (laughs) Do it. If you want to have your entire wardrobe be like Gothic Lolita Hot Topic, do it. Hell yeah. If you want to make out with Draco Malfoy, do it. Hell yeah. If you want to change everybody's names to more fit your cool goth aesthetic, do it.
1: Hell yeah. You can even talk about how Draco Malfoy is built like a Stallone.
0: Draco Malfoy fascinates me in My Immortal because he's the only character whose name remains completely intact at all times. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only character whose name she bothered learning how to spell. (laughs) And he isn't given a different one. No. Nope. <laughs> At no point is he renamed or respelled. He is never Dumblydore or Vampire or Diabolo or Bloody Mary. He is just Draco Malfoy, original <laughs> flavor, plus Catroa t shirts. His father will hear about this.
1: <laughs> also, for the youngs in our audience, My Immortal is actually named for a song by Evanescence, yet another kind of a pop gothic band that was my favorite band in high school. It was very deep. It was very deep. Very dark. Amy Lee, the lead singer. Which, Ina B slash Ebony, the main character of my immortal references, she looks a lot like her.
2: Everything you need to know about Evanescence is that when the Daredevil movie came out in 2004, Evanescence was on there twice.
0: So My Immortal is not well written by any stretch of the imagination. It is something that is not spelled correctly. It is something that has no internal consistency. It is very akin to experiencing a fever dream. Events just sort of happen in no particular order. Sometimes they repeat. Locations just sort of change when you're not looking at them hard (laughs) enough. Characters kind of age and de-age at will. Plots just sort of meander from one to another without any completion
1: or acknowledgement. Sometimes someone will die and then a few chapters later they'll just be back and hanging around with no explanation given.
0: Sometimes you'll just meet somebody and by the next chapter you'll already have been in a band with them. <laughs> it's worth noting that on Fanlore, which
2: is the AO3 fan archive wiki, My Immortal has a page and its genre is
0: listed as badfic. But there's also something so so charmingly self-indulgent about My Immortal. You know, it is this girl who just wrote exactly what was in her heart. And what was in her heart was, I want to make out with Draco Malfoy. Mm-hmm. And listen to Good Charlotte. At the same time.
1: And occasionally make out with gothic Harry Potter. His
0: name is Vampire now, thank you.
1: I know, sorry. <laughs> he has a pentagram instead of a lightning bolt scar. Diabolo, aka Ron, helped him make it into a pentagram. <laughs> Never mind that a Diabolo is a kind of (laughs) yo-yo. And not the devil. She just got a little confused. It's
0: consistently spelled Diabolo, which is fascinating. Yeah. This fic was taken down at some point it was re-hosted by several people it was wildly popular by the time it finally finished updating the reason that our fact is what it is is that there is a lot of contention over who actually wrote it whether it was all a joke if maybe some of it was a joke how much of it was a joke was it taken over by someone else and finished in a similar style we're not sure, but I read what I felt to be most of the completely authentic, earnest, unself aware bits, which was chapters 1 through 22.
1: That's about what I read, too. I read a couple chapters more than that until basically I got to uh, the Tom Bombadil part.
0: Right. That for me is the cutoff, yeah. which is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there is a case to be made that ownership, quote unquote, of the
0: fic changed hands several times. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which is why we are all part of this.
0: Folks, there's just not much to it but to do it here. These chapters are all extremely short, and I feel like just to set the mood, we should just have chapter one on recording. We should just read chapter one.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. Author's note. Special fangs. Get it? Because I'm gothic. To my girlfriend, ew, not that way. Raven, bloody tears 666 for helping me with the story and spelling. You rock. Justin, you're the love of my depressing life. You rock too. MCR rocks.
0: It is important to note that the author's notes are deeply, deeply part of the narrative and the meta narrative.
1: (laughs) Also, MCR does rock. You're right. (laughs) Teenagers scare the living shit out of me.
2: I don't think I've ever heard a My Chemical Romance song. How I guarantee you, yeah. Okay, yeah. is it one of those things where I'm constantly standing next to a stereo and asking what the f*** is this s***?
1: <laughs> yeah, almost for sure. Kit, when I was- A young boy. My, my father, father, father. took me into the city. To see, to see a marching, marching band.
2: band. This, is, this is not ringing any bells.
1: That's not- Sunwind, you grow up. Okay, that's
0: bullshit. I'm sure you've heard the Black Parade at least once in your entire (laughs) fucking life.
2: I recognize the words because I
0: keep seeing people post them online. That's all I've got.
1: I always sing MCR at karaoke. (laughs) Okay.
0: Hi. My name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway, and I have long ebony black hair, that's how I got my name, with purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears, and a (laughs) lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee. Author's note, if you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. (laughs) I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather mini skirt, pink fishnets, and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red eyeshadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my
1: middle finger at them. "Hey, Ebony!" shouted a voice. I looked up. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Draco Malfoy. <laughs>
0: what's up Draco
1: I asked nothing he said shyly
0: but then I heard my friends call for me and I had to go away
1: also Lucas leave that whole space there (laughs)
0: Please.
1: (laughs) it's there for a reason and it's artistic
0: (laughs) it's dramatic (laughs) it's an author's choice exactly there are five ellipses here and this is the smallest amount of ellipses there will ever be oh yeah in this entire fic
1: later on she gets up to 10
0: yeah And then there are about
2: 36 capital X's as a divider. And then author's note is capital I-S. Is it good? Please tell me Fang's exclamation point. End of fic. (laughs) Or at least end of first chapter.
1: That's end of chapter one.
0: Most of the chapters are going to be mm, about that long, maybe twice that long. This fic is 44 chapters. And Kate, you said before the recording, this is only like 22,000 words?
2: Yeah, this is only 23,000 words. 44 chapters across 23,000 words averages out to, hang on, let me do math.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: math. Oh, no, no. (laughs) There for the grace of God, go we. That comes out
2: to about 500 words a chapter.
0: So, you know, write that fic, folks. (laughs) Just write it.
2: You know, this isn't entirely outside the style of the Count of Monte Cristo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the story of Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven
1: Way and her time at Hogwarts.
2: Worth noting a couple of things. Number one, darkness has an apostrophe
0: in it.
1: Yes. And also she eventually changes Raven to Terra after she gets in a fight with her friend Raven.
0: Remember when we said that the author's notes are important for the meta text? (laughs) The author of My Immortal, best we know as Tara Gillespie, had a best friend named Raven, according to the author's notes. Raven helped her edit the fix, such as it is, for about 15-ish chapters. Then they had a falling out over what the author's notes identify as a sweater and a...
1: Picture of Gerard Way. Who is... Lead singer of... Make him a romance, Right.
0: Who she's not related to, but wishes she was because he's hot, which is something. Yeah, let's <laughs> delve
1: into at some point.
2: There's a lot to unpack there.
1: <laughs> We're not going to unpack that. Somebody else can handle that.
2: No, that's somebody else's luggage. We're going to leave it alone.
0: Ebony spends most of her time being in love with Draco Malfoy. Every character is in Slytherin, even the characters who weren't in Slytherin are now in Slytherin. She sleeps in a coffin. She drinks blood her coffin is also more gothic she goes to a good charlotte
1: concert in hogsmeade twice but it's kind of the same the author does what many a fanfic author does where you'll write something and then a few chapters later you can't remember if you wrote that thing before and so you just kind of write it again and you don't bother going back to check
0: what i appreciate about my immortal is that it is one of those stories that is written forward yeah there is never any recollection leave the past behind kill it if you have to the past is dead It is a 100% forward momentum. She absolutely does go to the Good Charlotte concert in Hogsmeade, because that's where she and Draco Malfoy have their first date. Then later there's another concert, and then that concert stops happening, so we rewind to before the concert starts. (laughs) And then everybody goes to the concert, (laughs) and then they come home and start preparing to go to the concert. (laughs) And planning their outfits for the concert, that may or may not ever happen. (laughs) And it may or may not have been My Chemical Romance. It may have just been Voldemort and a whole bunch of Death Eaters wearing
1: masks.
0: (laughs) Draco Malfoy is a super sensitive boy.
1: He cries. That's hot.
0: He cries a lot. He is also bi, as is every boy in My Immortal Now. Guys, that's hot.
2: It's interesting this story's approach to bisexuality. The purpose of bisexuality is to allow the author to think about boys kissing, but also to date those boys. You will notice earlier... In the author's note, she said ew at the thought of, at the idea of her dating her friend Raven. That's this fic's very enlightened approach to sexuality.
0: All the boys are bisexual because then you can talk about how hot boys are with the boys. Yes. yep. It's
2: worth noting that it was a thing in emo culture of the time for straight guys to make out. (laughs) I don't know why, but it was.
1: (laughs) Is this also the era of I kissed a girl and I liked it?
2: A little bit. Yeah, I think that was like a, like a little bit later, but it was a similar era. It
1: it was a vibe. It's
2: also worth noting that th- when it comes to quote unquote straight guys in the emo subcultures t- some of them turned out not to be straight and some of them turned out not to be guys. So uh-huh. people evolve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Draco largely remains the same, except now he's like, bye. He cries a lot. And cries a lot and wears a lot of, like, band t-shirts. Yeah. Other characters don't quite get out the same. No. No. So for starters, we have Dumbledore, a.k.a. Dumbledore.
1: Dumbledore, a.k.a. Dumbledork.
0: Who gets a lot of headaches and yeah. says things like, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers?
1: It was... Dumbledore. <laughs> And so, like, in her author's notes, she'll often be like, stop flaming, he had a headache, and that's why he swore. Yeah, yeah. Dumbledore it. says a cuss. She will point this out in the author's note repeatedly, where he will be like, what are you doing, you moron? So she was like, see, he didn't cuss because he doesn't have a headache.
0: Some Dumbledore quotes include, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers, and you ludicrous fools. Anytime an adult <laughs> character shows up who is, like, educated
1: the thesaurus comes
0: out and we have things like professor mcgonagall saying why did you do such a thing you mediocre dunces (laughs) (laughs) which could have been a canon line let's be honest (laughs) it's true (laughs) this is by the way everybody is mad at characters because draco and and B and ebony well no they didn't here he put his thingy in her you know what and they did it for the first time there you go. This is the writing of someone who has heard of sex.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is the writing of someone who's heard of sex, has maybe even read some other fan fictions, but is still too embarrassed and shy and awkward about it to write about it. But
0: is still horny.
1: Yeah. I've read many of these fics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we also have characters such as uh his name's not Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> Empire. Can I read their first meeting? Now, I just want to talk a little bit about dialogue tags. Let's take a moment for a PSA
2: about dialogue tags. <laughs> Children.
0: Imagine me just pulling up a chair, turning it around, and sitting on it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Dialogue tags. You can just use said. It's fine. <laughs> Please just use said. You should probably just veer more towards said, unless there's a dialogue tag that really gets it across. Because nine times out of ten, your dialogue should do most of the heavy lifting, and your, you know, like character acting should do most of the heavy lifting for how someone is saying something. You don't need to replace said. Said is not dead. Whoever told you that is a liar. <coughs> Chapter six. <laughs> The next day, I woke up in my coffin. I put on a black miniskirt that was all ripped around the end in a matching top with red skulls all over it and high-heeled boots that were black. I put on two pairs of skull earrings and two crosses in my ears. I spray-painted my hair with purple.
1: In the great hall, I ate some Count Chocula cereal with blood instead of milk and a glass <laughs> of red blood. Suddenly, someone bumped into me. All the blood spilled all over my top.
0: <laughs> Bastard! I shouted angrily. I regretted saying it when I looked up because I was looking into the pale white face of a gothic boy with spiky black hair with red streaks in it. He was wearing so much eyeliner that it was going down his face and he was wearing black lipstick. He didn't have glasses anymore and now he was wearing red contact lenses just like Draco's. And there was no scar on his forehead anymore. He had a manly stubble on his chin. (laughs) He had a sexy English accent. He looked exactly like Joel Madden. He <laughs> was so sexy that my body went all hot when I saw him. Kind of like an erection, only I'm a girl, so I don't get one, you sicko.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, he said in a shy voice.
0: That's all right. What's your name? I questioned.
1: My name's Harry Potter, although most people call me vampire these days, he grumbled. Why? I exclaimed. <laughs> because I love the taste of human blood, he giggled.
0: Well, I am a vampire, I confessed
1: really he whimpered
0: yeah i roared
1: (laughs) we sat down to talk for a while then draco came up behind me and told me he had a surprise for me so i went away with him
0: chapters only end in this fic when someone just sort of leaves the scene yeah (laughs) every chapter
2: end is like and then i did a leave (laughs) kids dialogue tags though
0: yeah i roared just you said it's fine
2: If it's an exchange between two characters, you can just drop the dialogue tags after a while. People can tell who's talking.
0: If it's two people, people can just figure it out. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Yeah. So this is Vampire Potter. It's year seven, I guess. Don't worry about it. He has a pentagram instead of a scar now.
1: But he covers up with foundation. Don't worry about it. Right.
0: And sometimes it turns back into a scar. Don't worry about it he's goth now it also turns out that his dad is a dracula which dad one of his adoptive dads or his biological dad
1: yes <laughs> all of them the
0: important thing is that dracula is involved much like wizard people dear readers draco and harry used to date to the point where draco has a tattoo that
1: says vampire
0: that says vampire on it which could be about anyone
1: honestly <laughs> that's true because most people are vampires in this fic
0: Just about everyone is a secret vampire. It just happens. It's to the point where, like, Ebony is like, she sees the tattoo, she immediately makes the proper conclusions, which is that it's about Vampire Potter. (laughs) She determines that at some point, Draco has gotten this tattoo between when they went to the Good Charlotte concert together and today, which I think is maybe a couple of days. Time doesn't, time is ephemeral in my
1: immortal. (laughs) ephemeral now time is a social
0: construct
1: but especially at hogwarts at hogwarts and in 2020 and 2021 what is time anymore
2: yeah time doesn't matter
1: we all don't know
2: sometimes people just get tattoos
1: <laughs> i really want a new tattoo
2: god me too just thinking about
0: tattoos
1: yeah
2: people wanting tattoos in this time just so something can change
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have a before time
2: yeah Worth noting that Ebony's name is frequently misspelled as Inobi to the point where Inobi is quite possibly her actual
0: (laughs) name. (laughs) We also have other characters. The next character that we notice changing is Hermione Granger, who is no longer Hermione Granger. Her name is now Bloody Mary Smith.
1: And that's a B apostrophe L-O-O-D-Y.
0: Yeah. The author tells us that Hermione was kidnapped when she was born. Her real parents are vampires and one of them was a witch, but Voldemort killed her mother and her father committed suicide because he was depressed about it. She still has nightmares about it and is very haunted and depressed. It also turns out her real last name is Smith and not Granger. Since she has converted to Satanism, she is in Slytherin now, not Gryffindor. (laughs) Slytherin is where the Satanists live. Yeah, okay, of course, naturally. You know, you have the brave people, the smart people, (laughs) the miscellaneous people, and the Satanists.
2: Yes. (laughs) The brave people, the smart people, the stoners, and the
0: Satanists. The people who just like food. (laughs) They're just kind of here. They're next to the kitchens. Hobbits. They're hobbits. Hobbits. The hobbit house.
1: Inabi gets mad at Vampire for cheating on Draco. Wait. Cheating on her with Draco. Wait. you know, Draco cheated on her with Vampire.
2: If we sound uncertain, that's because we're all very uncertain.
1: She, what she says is, "Vampire, I can't believe you cheated on me with Draco." Is what she says. <laughs> and I just want to read this next part because I shouted at him. Everyone gasped. I don't know why Ebony was so mad at me. I had went out with Vampire. I'm by, and so is Ebony for a while. But then he broke my heart. He dumped me because he liked Brittany, a stupid preppy fucker. <laughs> We were just good friends now. He had gone through horrible problems and now he was gothic. Haha, ha. like I would hang out with preps.
0: So, apropos of nothing, with no warning, no repetition, nothing, there is one paragraph in this entire fanfic where suddenly we are led to believe that it is Draco's perspective now.
2: I love the implication that there's just someone at Hogwarts named Brittany. <laughs>
0: There's preps at Hogwarts.
2: I want fan fiction about Britney.
0: (laughs) I want to know what Britney's life is like at Hogwarts.
1: (laughs) She can only wear pink. And she wears Hillary Duff shirts. She
0: wears hot pink robes.
1: I hope so. I love you, Britney.
0: Britney, live your truth. Live your truth. Live your truth, Britney. And now you may think that there's not really a plot here, and you'd be correct. (laughs) (laughs) There's not going to be a plot. But what there is going to be is Voldemort doing perhaps one of the greatest things that has ever happened in Harry Potter. (laughs) He gives somebody a gun. (laughs) Voldemort appears in the Forbidden Forest or whatever. It doesn't matter. Locations are ephemeral as well. Voldemort appears before Ebony and says, Ebony, thou must kill Harry Potter. (laughs) No, Voldemort, I shouted back. Voldemort gave me a gun. No, please, I begged. Thou must, he yelled. If thou dost not, then I shall kill thy beloved Draco.
1: <laughs> How did you know? Oh, yeah,
0: I like... Voldemort got a dude-you're-so-dumb look on his face. <laughs> I hath telekinesis, he answered cruelly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just leaves.
1: Yeah, and then he just wanders off like most of the time in this fic except for this chapter actually keeps going long enough for ebony to hurry back to draco and then they just wander back to hogwarts making out she immediately forgets that drama time to make out with draco
0: it's kind of a walk and talk (laughs) but you're snogging yeah which is kind of impressive honestly so ebony has a gun (laughs) this is the greatest thing I can't believe it. Sometimes any part of My Immortal is instantly better when Ebony remembers that she has a gun. <laughs> or even when the reader remembers that she has a gun. Do you know how short the Harry Potter book series would be if somebody had a gun? <laughs> Turns out wizards can't just do shit about guns. Just shoot somebody. <laughs> just shoot somebody, Harry Potter. Stop worrying about somebody knocking your wand away so you can't say, like, I don't know, vanish me, poop em. <laughs> Get a gun. (laughs) I can't believe Voldemort didn't think of this before. Just give somebody (laughs) a gun. Tell them to shoot Harry Potter. Boom. Problem solved. (laughs) Problem solved. Yeah, it's all
2: mechanical. There's no digital components, which I believe gets around that whole cell phones don't work at Hogwarts thing. Which is still bullshit, by the way. Honestly, I don't remember correctly because most of the Harry Potter series just kind of gently floats through my head every once in a while, but never really attaches (laughs) to anything. (laughs) Didn't Voldemort kill the British Prime Minister or something? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did in like the fifth book? Like
0: one of the later books when it was like, oh, now it's serious. Yeah, the SAS kills you for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think spells are gonna do shit when a guy named Baz Baz (laughs) (laughs) from Whitechapel decides he's gonna put a bullet through your head at a thousand yards away. I don't think
0: you survive
2: that even if you're a dark wizard.
0: I'm pretty sure a bullet moves faster than whatever spell you're about to say.
2: Yeah. Your
0: abracadabra but evil spell that kills people.
2: Once Donald McDonald from Glasgow decides it's time for you to die, you're dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just got mad about his snake again. Anyway- Ebony has a gun.
1: Ebony has a gun. Ebony has a gun.
0: (laughs) Ebony has a gun. (laughs) Ebony has a gun now. (laughs) The whole story should be completely different at this point because Ebony has a gun.
2: In a just universe, this would just become John Wick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking I'm gothic. (laughs) God, this Vic, This Vic. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, like, skim through it, remembering what the f*** happens, because none of it makes sense. Harry Potter is Vampire Potter.
1: Ebony gets a gun.
0: Ebony has a gun. Ebony has a gun.
2: We cannot emphasize enough how much Ebony has a gun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) While she's in the shower, she gets recorded by Snap and Lupin. Right.
0: Snap and Lupin are here, and they are interested only in filming Ebony because they are horny.
1: Horny, basically. But only her. Only her.
0: Only her, because she's so hot and sexy. Also, sometimes Draco is dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He commits suicide, but then he's back a couple chapters later. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a problem. Also, sometimes Hagrid is here. He's like a student, but like a teen. Except
1: for, he's also not.
0: He's also sometimes a teacher. Look, none of the characters in Harry Potter are particularly complicated. (laughs) But they are reduced even further here. <laughs> Hagrid is a Hogwarts student and a Satanist. He's in love with Ebony. And then we just sort of stop and go somewhere else. Vampire suddenly just sort of his scar starts hurting. He says, My scar hurt and it turned back into the lightning bolt. Save me. Then I had a vision of what was happening to Draco. Volfamort has him bondage. Volfamort has him bondage. <laughs>
2: Volfamort has him bondage. I think I need to cross stitch that on something. Volfamort has him bondage. <laughs> Actually, can we can we put that on merch? <laughs> Are we gonna get sued again? <laughs> we didn't get sued the first time. Well, no, we got DMCA'd. Well, for Dumbledore Fox. Which I feel if we were gonna get DMCA'd for anything, it should have been for Dumbledore Fox.
0: Okay, well, Dumbledore is an actual character. Volfamort is a completely original character. Do not steal. Nobody has a trademark on Volfamort. <laughs> we, we could get Volfamort as in bondage on like a phone case or something, I think.
2: <laughs> and then have to explain that phone case over and over again, <laughs> Or put it on a face mask to ensure that everyone stays very far away from you. <laughs> oh, I like that.
0: I
1: do like that one. I just found a fashion page of what Ebony is dressed in in every chapter.
0: Oh my God! This is like this is the best thing that has ever happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got that open as well. <laughs> what? I love what? it. Share it with me. God damn it! I did.
1: I just posted the
0: link in our chat. Good. Thank you. Thank you for looking out for my interests. I had yeah.
2: forgotten about the simple plan booty shorts. I'm glad that the artist <laughs> was able to communicate this detail to me once more.
0: As I seem to recall, when she describes that outfit, actually, it's a booty skirt. It's a simple plan on the skirt, and also she says something about not being a slut. Yep. The psychosexual environment of this fanfic is very complicated. (laughs) There's the boots with Billy Joel from Green Day's face all over them.
2: (laughs) Including a little note that says, I'm so sorry, Billy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, for a character who has a lot of different outfits, I do have to applaud Ebony for consistency in theme. Mm Mm-hmm her outfits are all extremely consistent there is a lot going on there it clearly denotes a particular style because it's mostly black
1: and red with ripped fishnets 16 to 17 year old mac would have craved this style as well i understand you, Ebony. the nearest hot topic is a three-hour drive i had no chance <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: that was the only deterrent <laughs> The plot will just sort of go in and out. Again, there is a My Chemical Romance concert in Hogsmeade that happens and then doesn't happen and then will happen and then happens and then doesn't happen
1: and will happen again.
0: I thought it was Good Charlotte. No, the Good Charlotte concert happened.
1: Okay. (laughs) And then it becomes MCR.
0: There is a second concert that plays out almost exactly like the first concert, including the flying black Mercedes-Benz, except sometimes it's vampire instead of Draco. Like, look, you know how Jupiter Ascending does a plot twice? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know how Jupiter Ascending has all of the story tension rely on someone trying to get to Jupiter before she signs a document? And then half an <laughs> hour later, all the tension of the story relies on someone trying to get to Jupiter before she signs a document?
0: <laughs> it's like that, but a concert in me. Because this is just what fan fiction is <laughs> advance <laughs> advance never retreat <laughs>
2: don't look back it distracts from the now
0: <laughs> at one point she does actually have in the story she does actually have worm tail
1: snake tail snake tail
0: yes his name is snake tail here at some point she does have this man proposed to do a sex with her she is so beautiful that the small rat man wants to fuck her as well
1: but at least he asks. He's also 16 for some reason. Yes, he is also 16 now.
0: But you know, to his credit, when she says no and stabs him in the heart, he <laughs> accepts that no. <laughs> he does. And then he falls down and dies. I'm just not sure
2: who looks at Timothy Spall <laughs> and is like, what if that was a hot teenager who wanted to have sex with me?
0: Timothy Small, whose like entire career is built around playing mincing supplicants. <laughs> to evil people. So after this whole thing happens with this my chemical romance concert that may or may not actually occur. <laughs> that may or may not involve vampire potter and ebony making out and Draco being very sad. That may or may not involve door suddenly becoming gothic and asking Ebony what he should wear to the my chemical romance concert. That may or may not involve Snape and Lupin fucking in the middle of the Great Hall. While Dobby watches. <laughs> that's the part where we just sort of throw all of that aside and start a brand new plot. And that's about where I think the disingenuous writing starts.
2: That's probably when somebody who was, you know, doing this for shiggles took over. If it was not before this point. There are some people who are saying this was a parody from the start. I don't think so. I think once the Headwing and the Angry Inch references set in, I think that's when somebody older took over. But until that point, I think it was a teenager.
0: Straight up, I think that the biggest tell that there is part of this that is written by someone else or written by the original author but on purpose is when she mixes up the name of Tom Riddle as Tom Bombadil, which is a pretty
2: deep-ass cut. Teenagers who were into Lord of the Rings in that period had not read the books. A genuine teenage girl who was big into Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and was writing the Harry Potter fan fiction in 2007 would not know who Tom Bombadil
1: is. I feel hurt.
0: Well, we can't all be you, Mackenzie. In
1: 2007, half my online usernames were yeah. Master. Thank you very much. Okay.
0: Yeah, Mackenzie. 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 You have an ancient Hotmail address that involves the name Pippin.
1: Mac and Pippin at Hotmail.com?
0: Yeah, you are not the average case here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was not the Tolkien master. I just read the books. <laughs> I could not keep up with the Tolkien nerds.
2: Is this a confession? Can you not live with this lie anymore?
1: I have never read Simmerillion. Simile- <laughs>
0: You've never read The Silmarillion? You've never read Baron and Luthien?
1: No. I have read Roverandum, though, and most Tolkien people haven't, so f*** you people.
2: I did read The Silmarillion, but I retained none of it. It just slid right out of my brain.
0: I didn't finish The Return of the King, and my husband is a huge Tolkien nerd, and sometimes he just rereads all of it, including The Silmarillion, and then just tells me facts about it. <laughs> <laughs> want to know about werewolf island but now I do there's a werewolf island
1: I read all of it and I had multiple posters of Pippin and Aragorn all over my room
0: Pippin and Aragorn yeah like that was your ship
1: no I didn't ship them I just thought they were hot individually individually so
2: that bit from the behind the scenes documentary where in order to get Sean Astin to laugh appropriately at his wedding scene Viggo Mortensen just kissed Billy Boyd square on the mouth behind the cameras
1: That was for me. That was for you specifically. (laughs) Yes.
2: Mackenzie, what we're getting at is that in terms of teenage girls, you were um, a bit of an outlier.
1: I was weird.
0: I don't, I just, I don't
1: think. I'm not like other girls. (laughs) You're
0: not like other girls, TM. You read books. You read book and drink tea.
1: (laughs) I did also have an account that was Master Harper of NK referring to Pern. I stand by that one. I was the Master Harper of North Knox.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That I would believe. That I would believe.
1: That was my high school. In case everybody knows, you can now look up North Knox High School. You're welcome. It's in the middle of a cornfield.
2: <laughs> Good luck trying to stalk Mackenzie with that information.
1: Yep.
0: The important thing is that people don't usually know about Tom Bombadil. It's true. And you don't just say Tom Bombadil by accident when you mean Tom Riddle. You don't just try to say Voldemort's angsty teen phase, and instead what comes out of your mouth is, Hey, Tom, Mary, hey, Tom Riddle. You don't think Tom Riddle's robes are bright blue and his boots are yellow? Ring a dong hop along.
2: Yeah, honestly, the biggest giveaway is definitely Hedwig and the Angry Inch.
0: <laughs> it's true. You can maybe make a case for Goth Marty McFly and his black time traveling DeLorean. <laughs> Basically, what happens is that there is a part in the plot where suddenly everything else is put by the wayside and what you have instead is Dumbledore dramatically announcing that Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way is the main character, is the chosen one, and has to go back in time and kill Tom Riddle? <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be with a gun, which is a goddamn sh-
2: <laughs> Again, Ebony has a gun.
0: Ebony has
2: a gun. We cannot emphasize enough that Ebony has a gun.
0: In fact, that should be on all of her outfits in this outfit tag. All of her outfits should include the gun that she has. Asterisk has a gun. (laughs) And that's the thing. We're not really going to cover the second half because, again, it's about time travel. I think she falls in love with Tom Riddle or something.
1: She travels back in time, finds out that he's super f***ing hot, and he goes by the name Satan. Satan. And she's like, "I want to fuck him." And then she's supposed to fuck him anyway because Professor Trelawney, such professor, sinister, is like, "Yes, if you romance him, he'll know true love, and he won't want to b- destroy the world anymore."
0: Yeah, she just sees this dude in eyeliner, and she's like, "Well, I can't not fuck him." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I don't know how it
1: ends. I only got to chapter twenty five or something like that so i didn't get much further
2: yeah yeah people reading my immortal tend to run out of steam about the halfway point
1: (laughs) i just didn't feel like i wanted to read all the troll parts that i'm sure are troll
0: yeah which frankly most of the good content from my immortal is in the first half anyway whenever people do like dramatic reads or like dramatic reenactions or make little movies they do it based on like i don't know the first 10 or so chapters Because that's really all you need. That's your sample size. That is, I have a lot of outfits from Hot Topic. I renamed all the characters, and Draco Malfoy is my sensitive bisexual boyfriend. His father will hear about (laughs) this. I think we've kind of gone over the plot such as it is. So here's the thing. Nobody's really sure who the author of this is. Nobody's really sure who Tara Gillespie is. Some people have come forward and claimed it. Some people have said there was never a Tara Gillespie. Some people have said, I am Tara Gillespie. 2017 there was a really notable thing there was an author named Rose Christo who came forward and said (laughs) I was Tara Gillespie
2: Uh, and she wasn't and there was this whole thing about it she was supposed to be writing a memoir about how she was writing this thing was happening alongside some really terrible s that happened in her childhood and something-something struggled to find her long-lost
0: brother something-something. Yeah, Rose Christo said that it was about being a Native American person in the New York foster care system, which, you know, is not really a recipe for good times. No. And she said that she wrote My Immortal to, like, find her brother from whom she had been separated in the foster care system. I don't see how it would achieve that, but Okay. (laughs) It was like trying to confirm her as a saint or something. There was so much research. Like, she is like, I have proof that I am Tara Gillespie. I have all these original chapters saved on a thumb drive. She claimed she had this. No one ever saw these. There were researchers to try and verify her claims. Nothing ever came of this. I think the book got canceled, too. I don't think the book's coming out. No, book got canceled real quick. It took like a whole year to determine whether or not she was real or something. In the meantime, some people also suggested that maybe Tara Gillespie just grew up and started writing different garbage like the Handbook for Mortals, (laughs) which is a whole separate kerfuffle,
2: folks. Handbook for Mortals, proof that you can just kind of scam your way onto the New York Times bestseller list if you need to.
0: (laughs) All our institutions are fake. Nothing matters anymore. Y'all should definitely look up Handbook for Mortals if you get a chance. It is a wild, right, from start to finish. Also, just like a garbage book that may or may not exist.
2: You can order copies of it, apparently.
0: Will they arrive? I don't know. <laughs> it's possible it's just a movie pitch. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't think it actually matters who Tara Gillespie is. I
1: don't think it does either. No.
0: <laughs> because at some point in our lives... We were all Tara Gillespie.
1: We were all Tara Gillespie folks.
0: This is sort of tying back into our general thoughts on Mary Sue's. We have all wanted to write this. Yes. We have all written variations of this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you get to go to the thing that you like and be a part of it and be the main character and have everyone love you and think that you're super cool and want to hang out with you. And then you get to date the one character that you like the best.
1: And they think you are the hottest thing on the planet.
0: And everyone really likes the same bands that you like. Yep. We never actually talk much about the bands.
1: <laughs> no one complains about the music you put when the ox chord goes in.
2: I think I still have a good Charlotte CD in a box somewhere.
1: I have a good Charlotte on a few of my playlists. I have MCR on a few of my playlists. I have Green Day on a few of my playlists. We
0: have nostalgia. We do. Can we talk about the fact that she puts good Charlotte tracks on her playlist right next to Marilyn Manson? Oh, yeah. Which I feel like are slightly different types of music.
1: Yeah, that's okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like
2: Marilyn Manson was a desperate, clawing, attempted goth cred. Yeah. Because, like, if you listen to Good Charlotte, you don't really get much out of Marilyn Manson.
1: Though also at the same time, I found a CD of my favorite songs that I listened to a lot a couple of weeks ago. Really? I gotta say, like, number one was Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Like Okay. Excellent. Yes. Number two was "Where the Green Grass Grows" by Tim McGraw. Um.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: And like number three was some like Irish folk tune. I love you.
2: You know, this is honestly all this all tracks for you. This is that I was like, yeah, that's Mackenzie.
1: Yeah. I think number four was Hoobastink, I think. Yes. What I'm saying is I'm not too (laughs) shocked by Marilyn Manson next to Good Charlotte. And this is like
0: third album or later Good Charlotte, too. At that point, I believe their discography was entirely about, isn't it hard to be rich? No one buys that I'm legit. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the music video for one of the songs that she lists as being like really important. I believe it's one of the ones that Draco just sort of sings to her in the middle of a classroom or a bathroom or something. The music video involves the band dressing up in food costumes to shill out as a different performing artist. It's not particularly gothic, Tara. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about American Idiot era Green Day. (laughs) They made a rock opera about that. They performed that at the Grammys. (laughs) I don't think you're punk at that point. (laughs) I also want to
2: point out just that bit where Dumbledore decides he's goth now and starts asking Tara for advice on what he should wear as a goth. No, Dumbledore at his age, he was like original flavor goth. He went to Susie Sue shows.
0: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, Dumbledore would, would know what goth and punk is way better than Ebony. Yeah, dude went to CBGB on opening night. Dude was a queer man. In the British punk scene. Yeah. You know, I will say there is one thing about My Immortal. While, you know, there is a lot of performative bisexuality in that particular era of scene kids, at least there are on-the-page bisexual characters. Yeah, that counts for something. I don't know if it's, you know, good representation. But it is there. But at least there's something. It's there. It is explicitly stated.
2: (laughs) I mean, 2007 was kind of an era where you still had to be content warning for Slash. God, Yeah, that was...
1: Lemon, please.
2: It was the tail end of that era, but there were still people who were like vocally, no, I'm not going to read Slash.
1: That was the era where I accidentally stumbled upon a lemon fic of Toru and Shigure from Fruits Basket.
0: The adult man? Yeah. Shigure, the adult man character?
1: Yeah.
2: For some reason you said Shigure and my brain went to Anton Shigure, the guy from There Will... Not There Will Be Blood. What's the
0: other one? Uh Is it There Will Be Blood? No, hang on. I don't know. Just to be clear, Shigure the adult man and Toru the teenager.
1: Yeah, it was a lemon.
2: No country for old men. (laughs) Yeah, Javier Bardem's character based on the Cormac McCarthy novel. Anyway.
1: It was all based around that one episode where Shigure jokingly buys a maid outfit that he doesn't actually give to Toru, but in the fanfic, of course he did.
0: I mean, let's be clear. He is kind of a lech in the actual source material. But, 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 But don't, don't though. But don't
1: though. In fanfic, you're free to do what you want, folks. (sighs) I was also just 15 and I didn't know what lemon meant.
2: Yeah, my brain's now Anton Sugar in a maid outfit. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Beating a gas station attendant to death.
0: In a maid outfit.
2: In the maid outfit. You're welcome. That's where my brain is right now. I'm not sure that I like being here, but I'm here.
1: Well, we're here for you. Yeah, I'm imagining it. As a side note, a lot of people think that the early stages of this are not written by, like, a real person. I want to say from my ears as an English major, (laughs) it (laughs) reads real. Yes, people do write this badly. I have a thing saved, which uses a lot of the same grammatical issues. There are people who get to
2: master's level creative writing courses who write like this.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. Let's also be clear about how you know that this is authentically written. In that first chapter, if you remember our character description of Ebony, when she just describes her outfit and her hair, and then she also says she has eyes like limpid tears. Yeah. Yep. That's legit. That's legit.
1: That's legit. Mm -hmm.
0: That is completely authentic. That is someone who has read a lot of shitty books. And is not totally clear what it means, but knows that it's good. Yeah. Limpid tears. Limpid Limpid tears. tears. You cannot make that up. Do not write limpid tears while you are attempting to be satirical. Yeah, if you're attempting to be satirical, you'd say orbs. You write limpid tears entirely wholeheartedly. You write limpid tears with all your little awful teen soul. (laughs) And you believe it. Also, I just want to point out that like, everybody keeps talking about this as being one of the worst written fanfics of all time. It is not. This is infamously bad. This is the worst thing. It is so terrible that Ebony is a Mary Sue. This is a bad fic. It is awful. It is not.
1: If you think this is the worst fanfic ever written, you haven't read enough fanfic.
0: <laughs> like, god damn, this is about average grade. It's kind of funny in how, like, consistently, like, dumb and indulgent it is. I have five fanfics open right now. It's fine, folks. You can let teen girls just do things. Yep. I find something like My Immortal,
2: the chapters that were actually written by a teenage girl, I find that much more forgivable than, say, Mass Effect fanfics written by grown adults that characterize Shepard as a teenage girl. (sighs) And they're, like, grammatically correct and plotted, intricately
0: plotted and everything, but the characterization is just bad. And the thing is that it's written attempting to make the characterization good. It's not really attempting to rewrite anyone. This is just how they think that a 32 year old military veteran would act. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 30 to 32 year old depends on your counting them dead years. <laughs> At least in My Immortal, all of the characters are wildly out of character, but it's done so joyfully. <laughs> She straight up just says everyone changed their names and also their backstories are completely different. They're my friends now. Yes. And they're all vampires. They're all vampires. Everyone's a
2: vampire. And they like all the same bands I like and they might actually be in a band with me depending on what chapter it
0: is. Sometimes we're in a band together even though we just met and everybody says we sound like all of my favorite
1: bands. <laughs> Which are very different.
0: Also, I have a gun. Also, I have
2: a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot emphasize enough that- <laughs> and Obi has a
0: gun <laughs> this is a good fic okay this is a fic that is like charmingly bad it is someone who earnestly wrote something that they wanted to see in the world which is they went to hogwarts and had a gun
2: sidebar the reason jupiter's sending is good is that immediately after jupiter meets kane he gives her a gun <laughs> <laughs> cannot stress enough
0: that jupiter has a gun jupiter does have a gun
1: and has a gun. I'm going to
0: be legit. Rereading My Immortal, I thought to myself, this makes me long for the quiet dignity of Jupiter ascending. <laughs> the quiet dignity of Jupiter ascending. That's a phrase. So then I watched Jupiter ascending and I admired all of the times that every single one of the Abraxas siblings weirdly paws at Jupiter's face and Cain points a gun at all three. <laughs> We should all have a wolf boy who points guns at the people who
2: weirdly paw at our faces.
0: His gun goes arf, arf, bark, bark. (laughs) When it's charging up, it goes woof. I cannot stress that enough. His gun goes bark, bark. Reminder to all of you, Kane's gun goes bark, bark. (laughs) Jupiter Ascending's a good movie, actually. It's a garbage movie, and it's really good.
2: (laughs) We will forever be riding the train if Jupiter Ascending is good, actually. (laughs)
0: we have one mission statement in the entire history of of this podcast in particular, it's that Jupiter Ascending is good, actually. But that's the thing, like, Jupiter Ascending and My Immortal have that same sort of, like, joyful self-indulgence to them. It's just that one of them had original characters in it. And one of them had (laughs) characters that, well, are kind of original uh, now anyway. (laughs) And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think there is room in this world to make your garbage fanfic exactly how you want it and not have countless internet strangers deride you as being the worst author who has ever existed and ever will exist in this universe. I'm sorry. She gave a Harry Potter character a gun. That's great. (laughs) That's incredible.
2: (laughs) And honestly, I prefer this to... There's a Harry Potter fic called Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality, which is just basically someone being like, I'm smarter than J.K. Rowling, which... Oh, God. Congratulations, that's a very low bar to clear. But honestly, yeah. I think I prefer My Immortal to Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality because at least one of those knows it's self-indulgent.
1: Yeah, I read the Methods of Rationality too, like, years and years ago, and I just... Ugh.
2: Sounds bad.
1: It wasn't fun.
2: What if Harry was raised by, like smart
1: people. It's so pretentious. It's so pretentious. It's so pretentious.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. Harry Potter goes to a magic school where nobody studies math after they turn 10 years old.
1: (laughs) My kind of school, honestly.
0: Hogwarts is a better school than my immortal because ebony goes to biology class. (laughs) You don't study real things at Hogwarts. (laughs) No wizard can do algebra. That's the thing. They hadn't invented toilets. They hadn't invented toilets. They retrofitted toilets into Hogwarts Castle to make the Muggle students more comfortable because wizards just shit their pants. (laughs) J.K. Rowling looked at the camera and said, Wizards shit their pants. I don't know if we covered this in the last Harry
2: Potter episode we did, but I feel like it's worth reiterating anyway.
0: (laughs) It's important to always bring up that J.K. Rowling is bad at world building. And J.K. Rowling is just
1: bad. She's just bad. She's terrible.
0: And now all the turfs are talking like she
2: was the first, like, female author. Which, no, Mary Shelley did not lose (laughs) her virginity on her mother's grave to have to put up with this (laughs) shit.
0: (laughs) The novel as we know it was written by a woman. The tale of Genji as it is was written by a lady. (sighs) Anyway...
1: Agatha Christie didn't disappear for 10 days <laughs> in a dramatic huff over her husband's leaving her to deal with this.
2: I think what we're getting at here is Tara Gillespie, X Bloody Wrist, 666, X, is a better writer than J.K.
0: Rowling. I think that's what we're getting at here. I'm saying I think her Hogwarts is a much more interesting school. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: At least somebody thinks of shooting Voldemort with a gun. That Ebony has.
1: Ebony has a
0: gun. i just can't get over it
2: (laughs) we cannot emphasize enough that ebony has a gun (laughs) that's like what the 10th time that we've pointed this out i'm pretty sure a solid half hour of this episode is just going to be us saying ebony has a gun (laughs)
0: lucas can you make a super cut of ebony has a gun (laughs) i will pay you more if you make a super cut of ebony has a gun (laughs) nobie Go. <laughs> <laughs> da,
1: da, 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 da. <laughs>
0: ah my immortal's good act
1: <laughs> yeah and we all wrote it
0: we all wrote it this is a fanfic that came from all of our hearts as awful teens who just wanted to exist in a literary space for a while yeah this is fine. It is fine to do this. It is fine to write this. It's not the worst fanfiction that's ever happened. It's a delight, actually. And you should stop saying it's the worst thing that's ever been written. There's a lot of bad fanfic out oh, there. Yeah. Hell, there's a lot of bad literary fiction out there.
1: Ah, uh, yes, there is. And there's so much bad literary fiction. Everything written by Ezra Pound and James. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I would have much rather taken a class on My Immortal than the class I ended up taking on James Joyce. It wasn't a James Joyce class when I signed up. It was supposed to be a post-colonial fiction, but unfortunately, the one guy in the English department who was obsessed with James Joyce decided he was going to teach that class. Oh, boy. I think I mentioned this in the James Joyce episode.
1: I want to shout out to Bob Bledsoe for when I said, Ugh, saying if I could talk about the dead, he would let me out of the rest of the James Joyce part of the semester. <laughs> and I did, and he did. So thank you, Professor Bob Bledsoe.
0: I had him for one class on middle grade literature, and it was the best class that I took in my entire undergrad, frankly.
1: I did fucking nothing for two weeks, and it was the best two weeks of my life.
0: Anyway, academia is kind of a sham. Yeah. <laughs> academia is fake. You don't need to go to college, especially not to have an English degree. Nope. You can if you want. You'll come out of it changed.
2: <laughs> but it's not necessary. Not necessarily changed for the better. Just changed. More bitter. You'll be
0: different. You'll be tired. You'll be so tired. And you'll have read a lot of bullshit by white men. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yeah. Tons of bullshit by white guys.
0: Now on your own time, you read bullshit by teen
1: girls. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you're happy. Yes. I think we've circled around our point long enough.
1: (laughs) I think it's time for our final facts. Kit, what's your final fact?
0: Hot Topic came to Canada
2: surprisingly recently, like within the last five years. And I don't understand how that
0: happened. Does it still smell the same? I don't know how it smelled originally. You've been in Hot Topics. I have not been on Hot Topics in the States. Well, we need to make sure you get to a Hot Topic in the States at some point. Okay. Just take a big old whiff, Uh and you'll have to tell if it is the same. Okay. Because all Hot Topics in the United States smell exactly the same. Can you describe what the smell is? Not really. A little bit of teen sweat that Mm -hmm. digs into the walls. Mm Mm-hmm. Not really the kind of stuff that you would think, because normally you think, oh, a hot topic. This must be a lot of stuff that is made to, to cover up weed smell. Mm-hmm. No. Teen sweat, loneliness. Leather. And the smell of a copy of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac by Jonan Vasquez. Okay. <laughs> that has been in the back of a locker for a really long time, and the pages are kind of yellowed and a little wet. Okay.
2: I'm not sure that West Edmonton Mall will be open again, but if I get the chance, I will stick my head and take a whiff and report back.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Mac, what's your final fact? It's also Hot Topic related, but it's Hot Topic has a really good clearance section. <laughs> it's almost always in the back right of every Hot Topic you enter. But if you go back there, you will find some legit shit for like 50 plus percent off. It's great. I love it. Annie and I, when we were going to our Carly Rae Jepsen concert back in 2019, we stopped at a Hot Topic and that's where it was. And it was really good. You know, the
2: before time when people went to concerts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we drove, we crossed international borders.
1: We went out of our way to make sure we could stop in Bellingham to go to the Hot Topic there. We made out like bandits, frankly. We did. It was awesome. I got a bunch of outfits I'd still wear. I got some shitty jewelry. Yeah.
2: One of you guys got like some really kick-ass rainbow dragon earrings.
1: Yeah. That was me. That was her. I still got them. I got a kick-ass stripe rainbow heart dress. I wear it still. It's good. I got like a sleeveless button-up crop top that I wore to the concert. Very nice. But like regularly back in college, and I was in college from like 2007 to 2011, me and my roommate Bethany, we would go to Hot Topic about once a week just to check out the clearance section.
2: What I'm taking away from this is that the clearance section at Hot Topic is where they hide all the really good gay shit.
0: It's so fucking good, dude. You know that makeup bag that I sent you? Yes. That's from clearance section at Hot Topic. Yeah. Excellent. Very excellent.
1: That shit is so good, man. I have never seen a hot topic clearance section that wasn't bad baller.
0: There's at least some good things in there. Sometimes there's like 3XL anime t shirt.
1: <laughs> but maybe you're into that.
0: But maybe you're into that.
2: You can chop up the 3XL anime t shirt and make a dress out
1: of it. You could. That is
0: true. You could
1: also chop off the sleeves and make a tank top. Annie. Hi. What's your final fact?
0: Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way has a gun, and I <laughs> cannot stress that enough. <laughs>
2: ebony has a
0: gun ebony has a gun to shoot vampire potter that must what kind of gun do you think it is
1: pistol we're just talking like a glock maybe or (sighs) a goth gun probably oh maybe like a revolver because revolvers are kind of
0: gothic Ooh, that's right or do you think it'd be like one of the guns that they're holding on the cover of, uh... What's that movie that, like, all teen boys have posters of in their... Underworld? Thing? No, no, no. Well, okay, okay, well, it probably would be... <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? <laughs> no, no, no. It's the one with the two guys who go around shooting people. Boondock Saints. That's the one. Oh, there we go. Yeah. What is the gun from Boondock Saints? Hang on.
1: Google.
2: The Beretta 2FS. Desert Eagle Mark XIX. Oh, the Desert Eagle jams like a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, I've heard many a gun nut friend who complains about desert eagles. Ew. Sounds perfect for a teen girl thing.
2: The desert eagle is the size of a Buick, so I can't imagine a teenage girl would wield that with ease. That doesn't mean she didn't have it. (laughs) That's true. The desert eagle is actually, it has so much kickback that if you aren't holding it like absolutely
0: correctly and have a lot of hand strength, it will knock itself out of alignment from the recoil. That's amazing. That feels like the kind of gun that Ebony would have, right? If it was black? Yeah. Yeah, she does have a gun.
2: Yes. You know that silver with the rainbow sort of reflection on that makeup bag you gave me? Maybe that's the Desert Eagle finish.
0: The anodized rainbow. Honestly, I just call it gay metal. Ebony has a gun. Ebony Ebony has a gun. gun. I think that kind of wraps it up for us here. Ebony has a gun. Uh, We all wrote My Immortal together. It is part of all of our hearts. It doesn't matter who wrote it. doesn't it. matter who wrote My Immortal. We all wrote My Immortal. Everyone. And I hope you all join us in feeling connected by Ebony having a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony has a gun. That is a fact that
2: all of us should take deep in our hearts. Like the song from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's, it will be the thing that unites us all. The fact that Ebony has a gun.
0: <laughs> Actually, I want that cross-stitched on a pillow. Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway has a gun. (laughs) We can put it on merch. (laughs) That sounds great. So I think that about wraps it up for us here. Next time we will be returning to another movie, but it is one that is near and dear to our hearts, and we decided we needed to do it as soon as possible, to avoid any chance that it could actually be relevant to anything that's happening, because we don't do that. We are not relevant. We do our best to not be
2: relevant. That's why we haven't done Cats yet, although we will. We're going to be doing Venom as soon as possible to avoid the risk that something important related to Venom 2 will be announced in the meantime.
1: Yeah.
0: That's right. We're talking about (laughs) Venom. We're talking about the Tom Hardy movie, Venom. (laughs) And we'll be discussing the fact that Venom is... An accidental queer romantic comedy. Yes, Venom is the greatest love story ever told between a man and a pile of alien goo. By accident. I cannot emphasize this enough. (laughs) Not on purpose. I'm very excited to talk about Venom. This this awful, 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 awful movie. Just Tom Hardy in a lobster tank, fully
2: clothed. Thinking about tater tots and disassociating. (laughs) All of that was very, very relatable. (laughs) Not <laughs> that the things Tom Harden does in that movie I was like yeah same it's a
0: very now movie I too am going to lie on the floor and be depressed for a little while <laughs> I Will Fight You comes out every five weeks you can find us wherever you download podcasts you can also find us on social media we are on Twitter at CRC we are on Tumblr at crookedrussiancamp.tumblr.com. I think don't worry about it because you can find links to everything that we do on our website horse. Or if you're feeling frisky, crookedrussiancamp.gay. Both go to our website. It's a good website. You can find information on all of our shit there, including our Patreon, where you can give us dollars, such patreon.com slash the gem jam, where you can get early episodes of I Will Fight You whenever they are available. We don't hold any promises. We don't have a schedule on that. Lucas sometimes just finishes early because he's great. Lucas also edits this podcast, by the way. Lucas Brown at the Math of You podcast, which you can also find on Twitter or just Google it or something. Lucas is great. Love you, Lucas. Love you, Lucas. <sighs> give us money. <laughs> There's some manic energy to the uh, closing announcements today. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of going in a different order here. You can also just like, revate, review, subscribe, whatever. Give us comments. Tell us nice things about our podcast so I can relate them to everybody else. Because I like complimenting my friends, personally speaking. And you can do that, like, wherever the hell you can actually talk to us. I don't know, man. That's sweet, sweet validation. Give us that validation, strangers. (laughs) You can also find information about our other podcasts on our website, which is once again horse. (laughs) such as Davey Dammit, our video series where we play sometimes good atome games, but not right now. (laughs) (laughs) Lately, we've been playing Roommates, which is a mess. Mackenzie picks them. Mackenzie plays a lot of date sims, and they're not good.
2: Roommates is basically proof positive that My Immortal is not the worst piece of fiction ever created. (laughs) Anime was a mistake. Anime was a mistake. <laughs> as was mid-2000s yeah. pop punk culture that for some reason <laughs> is still happening in this fictional 2014.
0: <laughs> you can also find information about Gem Jammer, our actual play, Spell Jammer podcast, where we do 5th ed D&D, but in space. It's all weird. There's astro-sphinxes. There's hippo people. There's a lot of gay shit. Hell
1: yeah, gay shit.
0: Not by design. We brought that. It's pretty great, actually. We brought the gay shit. I don't know. I I feel like the phlogiston kind of brings the gay in. It is canon that space is gay, but. Space is rainbows and gay, and mm -hmm. it's great. And Jim Jammer's great. Join us next time when we will be talking about Venom, which needs no introduction. (laughs) It's Venom. It has its own credits song by Eminem. It's Venom. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you next time when we talk about Venom. Thanks for joining us for talking about My Immortal. Until next time, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And we have fought you. This will be an episode.
1: Yeah, shut up, Snake said proudly. Snap. No, that one was Snake. <laughs> I was just looking up when Katy Perry released I Kissed a Girl, and it's apparently 2008. So, yeah, that same time time span. Yeah. I'm old.
0: We are all decrepit husks. I've been saying this for (laughs) years. Thank you for finally joining me. No, Pam, you have to sit up to get the food out of the thing.
1: No. You
2: you can't just lie on the floor and paw at it until it dispenses food.
0: I think you'll find that Pam can do whatever she wants. Yeah. God, this, this fat fing cat. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, I know there's a lot of cusses in this one, but it is in the text. <laughs> there's no getting around this, Lucas. I'm not sure we've actually said any cusses on our own that
2: haven't just been written down. We could mince the oaths, but honestly, it's less funny that way.
0: The only one you want to change is, you know, the R word, which is in here. Oh boy. A lot, because it's 2007. God, that was a year.
1: What a time to be alive.
0: Mac, Kit? what's your final fact? Oh, You want to
1: go with me first?
0: <laughs> we, wait, who's, who, who do we usually go with? I don't we know. We go with
1: Kit first. Okay. Kit, what's your final fact?